Monarch, Legacy of Monsters, an Apple original series. The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th. This place, it's not ours. Believe me. The most massive event of the year arrives. If you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. Oh my God, go, go, go! Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. Streaming November 17th, only on Apple TV+. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Hey, hey. Okay, so you guys know that I've moved my platform over to Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash Glowacki. So everything is moved there. That's where I'm now housing all my parenting content. For a dollar a month, you can access all the episodes of my podcast, but no worries if you don't want to do any financial commitment at all. We'll continue to release selected episodes here on your favorite listening platform. And just so you know, I also put up free public posts and mini podcasts on that Patreon page. So all you have to do is head over to that main page, patreon.com slash Jamie Glowacki, and you can see my free public posts and mini podcasts. Head over there to check it all out. And now on to today's show. Hey, I'm Jamie Glowacki, and you are listening to Oh Crap, I Love My Toddler, But Holy Fuck. This is a podcast for conscious parents who drop the F-bomb a lot. Hey, hey, you guys. Welcome, welcome. So today I am talking with Tiffany Higgins, and you guys are going to want to listen to this for sure. So Tiffany's business is called Stay-at-Home Bookkeeper, and shockingly, that means she's a stay-at-home bookkeeper. (laughs) Her (laughs) motto and and her Facebook group and all um, her, you know, yeah, I guess just her motto is have your cake and eat it too, which we all love and we're all told we can never do. So Tiffany's here to tell us how she became a stay-at-home bookkeeper, but more importantly, how you guys could become a stay-at-home bookkeeper. She runs a program to teach you how to be a bookkeeper so you can actually stay home with your kids and be the kind of parent you want to be. So Tiffany, why don't you give us an introduction? Because I think you could probably say it better than me. All right, sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be here. My name is Tiffany Higgins, and I'm actually a CPA. I also am a mom of five. So I have a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, a six-year-old, and I have twins that are three. And uh, most of my life, I kind of struggled with trying to find that balance of being the kind of mom I wanted to be. Um, but providing for our family financially. So my older two kids were younger, kind of went back and forth with being completely and utterly broke. So I could stay home with them when they were little to, you know, going back to work and having a little bit of money, but not being there when they needed me, they wanted me. So when I had my third child, um, I kind of was going through that whole process again and decided that it just wasn't for me to be working in a corporate environment and not feeling like a fulfilled enough as a mom. So 
I quit my job and I started a bookkeeping business and it literally just changed our entire family's lives in so many ways. So now we help and inspire other moms to do that. That is awesome because I know for so many people, so I'm a, I'm an intrepid entrepreneur. I, because I used to be a performer, like I've always worked for myself and in the times that I haven't, I never had like a pain in the ass boss, you know, like I was a bartender, I was a waitress when I was a performer. And then I went into social work and I didn't work for the public. I worked for the a private sector. So I had people super invested in my well being, my mental health. So I never had this like weird fucking boss who made me ask to go to the bathroom or something, but I know mm-hmm. that exists. And I know mm-hmm. like, it's so hard as a mom, like I have a, I have a like, well, just do it, do whatever your passion is. But there's that, that gap where, you know, you, you're not making enough money that you did at your other corporate job. And I know for so many moms, it's such a struggle. And, and so many moms get started on the MLM path, you know, they're gonna, right. but that's just such a long haul. And I do know people are really successful with like doTERRA, yeah, living, Norwex, whatever it is, but it's, it's a long haul. And that I think is really hard and you have to you know, hit up your friends. And everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. The hustle never ends with MLMs too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let me ask you this. First of all, like how did you wrap your head around I have to like starting your own business. Cause I think this is really hard for moms to make that initial leap. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it was like the final straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, because I had kind of an age gap between my uh, first two kids and my third one. So when I had my third child, it was like all of those old feelings of struggling the first time around came back and it hit me really hard. And I was like, wow, I'm like in my early thirties, I'm not doing this again. I am not living that struggle again. So to me, it was like, I had nothing else to lose at that point. And I knew exactly what the path was paved for me. If I continued to either work in this corporate environment, or if I just decided to be a stay at home parent, either one, I was going to struggle one way or another. And so I felt like I had nothing to lose at that point. So when my third daughter was about six months old, I just quit my job and I just started this business. And I thought I only need a few clients to kind of make up the difference and keep us where we were. So I'm going to at least go for that. And uh, (laughs) it really exploded from there. So it kind of chose the path for me (laughs) as I got started. But I like um, on uh, Tiffany's website, which is stayathomebookkeeper.com. I like the, um, that slide you have, how many clients do you need to make how much money? And I think that's a mm-hmm. really great thing. So wait, can we just, can we take a, a minute and not talk about the bookkeeping? Can we talk about the fact that you have teenagers and toddlers? Because <laughs> that's fucked up. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, it really is. <laughs> You're making the money you need to make, but how do you handle that at home? Because I have a teenager and mm-hmm. I am a parenting expert of toddlers, but I'm like not in both camps. So yeah. tell us a bit about how you're managing that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, recently I actually got the opportunity to ask this almost exact question to Barbara Cochran from Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. 
And she said, which I, I've pretty much done this most of the time, but I'm, I can always get better at it. But she basically says two things. Number one, you want to build up walls around yourself when you're working versus when you're with your family. So that way you can be present no matter what you're doing. So if you're working, focus on that, get it done and then get out there with your family. And then when you're with your family, don't let business intrude on that and really enjoy that. So that's one thing that's really helped me, you know, just balance having five different kids at extreme different age ranges, because that's hard, even if you're a stay at home mom and you're not running a business. And then the other thing is to make sure that you have the right help at home. And it's actually more important to hire help at home than it even is for your business, because that is where you really need it. So, you know, as, as, my business has grown. And as my students' businesses grow, the first thing they do is they hire a house cleaner. They maybe hire somebody to come to their house if they're, if they choose to, to help with the kids so they can maximize their work production and stuff like that. So just getting the right help at home and realizing you don't have to be superwoman. You don't have to do everything. And that for me has given me a lot of opportunity to actually spend quality time with my kids instead of always working on the cleaning and the cooking and stuff like that. Well, I think that's just super valuable advice in general, right? Is that I do think we're sold this, this thing as women, like you got to do it all. You got to be super mom. You got to have like the impeccable diet, the home cooked meals, you know, Mm -hmm. and work. But I think too, like coming off of the pandemic, which was just a clusterfuck of like (laughs) trying to manage work and kids. And that's what everybody jammed up against, you know, and you couldn't hire somebody because we were not inviting people into our homes. And so, you know, coming out of that, I think it's really important for you guys to hear that, that it's okay to hire somebody. And I know not everybody has the financial means, but, you know, even outside of this bookkeeping conversation, I think it's really important to know that, you know, hire a mother's helper, hire something, you know, to hire anything out is, is really valuable. But also as we come off the pandemic, I know a lot of parents are choosing, we now have this, uh, this um, opportunity to work remotely, you know? And so that's another thing, because I remember at the start of the pandemic, literally clients were calling me, they're like, I need an activity for a two-year-old that's going to last eight hours. And I was like, no, 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 that's called frozen on repeat. And people were like, I'm not doing screen time. And I was like, I don't have an activity that can help a two-year-old, you know, right. um, for eight hours. So that's, that's really good to know. So that the whole, like, make your work, your work and your, um, and your family, your family and quality time. I like how you said that, like, qual- you know, making dinner isn't quality time with your kids all the time. You know, it's a wonderful thing, but if you can mm-hmm. have somebody, you know, clean while you cook or cook while you clean or whatever, it's, it's even better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Women from Shark Tank. Um, I actually got to ask her a question just through, um, this app called cameo. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. It's pretty cool. It's like, um, you know, different celebrities are on this app and you can ask them questions and they send you personalized videos. So it was kind of cool to get a personalized video back from Barbara. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Okay. So talk to us about your, your program. Like if somebody wanted to, let's say somebody's a stay at home mom or even, I think even more important is like the person who's trying to get out of the corporate business and mm-hmm. try to do more, you know, stay home with their family because they're totally strung out. What's like, do you need any experience? What's the, what's the path? Yeah, absolutely. And you're totally right there. The good majority of the people that join our program and our academy 
are ones that want to quit a corporate type job. We have a lot of teachers, nurses, you know, office people, um, people that sit in cubicles, um, even sometimes people that work from home, but they have like a lower salary range, like, you know, 30 to $50,000 a year. So it's a lot harder to work remotely and manage your kids on that pay because you have to work full time for that kind of money. But luckily for the bookkeeping business, you can usually make about $40,000 a year and only have to work about 10 hours a week. Uh, So it's a lot less of a time commitment, easier to balance homeschooling and things like that. But we usually find people um, like nurses and teachers and dental hygienists, things like that, that are, they have a career that where they like to help people. So this bookkeeping gig also gives them some satisfaction around being able to help businesses stay organized and, and grow and plan for taxes and things like that. So do you need, you don't need any bookkeeping experience. You said that. Yeah. Right. Yep. No bookkeeping experience. We teach all of that in our program. So we actually help people understand how to become an entrepreneur and what the, you know, the mindset shift that's kind of involved with that, how to understand being a business owner and also how to learn every skill that you need around offering bookkeeping services. So, um, we'll, we teach everything from scratch. We actually prefer to have people that don't have any prior bookkeeping experience and we okay. help guide them through the whole process. Cool. Do you have anything more to say on that mindset? That interests me a lot. Cause I think it's really it's like I said, I've always been an entrepreneur. Like it doesn't, I'm not bitchy like in life, but I'm too bitchy about my time to work for anybody yeah. else. So uh-huh. to me, it's a given that like I almost had to find a way to work for myself. Mm-hmm. But like for some people that just really say more about that, like what you guys teach about. Yeah. Mindset. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of our students come to us, they've always kind of had that like you know, secret drive to want to be a business owner or want to have something of their own, but maybe they, they didn't have anyone in their family that was an entrepreneur. Or they didn't really know how to get started or what business they could do. But so if you have that kind of like inkling that interest in being a business owner, if you've ever done the MLMs, you know, you, you know, you have that spirit a little bit. So, but helping, helping people kind of understand what all comes along with that. Cause there are some drawbacks to being an entrepreneur, you know, thinking about things all the time when you don't punch a clock and work for someone else, you can't really always turn it off. So there's no like into your day. So we really help people, you know, understand that and, and deal with those things, be able to shut it off. You know, like I mentioned earlier, like building up the walls around the business so you can enjoy your personal life. So kind of the mindset around having a business, but also enjoying it and enjoying your personal life. And also a lot of things that we work on too are like the growth versus fixed mindset. So when you have a growth mindset, you actually are open to trying new things, open to failure because you learn from it and failure actually is what makes you successful. So helping students understand that concept and, and build on it so they can have like a tremendous, amazing life instead of just a mediocre one. Yeah, because you know what? And some of this comes directly. I mean, I've been in business long enough and I'm 53. So I can see that the testing culture in schools is really starting to affect people. Like people are afraid to make mistakes, like making a mistake. And I know like sometimes it's so funny because I I had a situation this morning with my dog's daycare assistant (laughs) and she got so defensive and I was like, no, 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 It, it was just a mistake. That's okay. But she got so riled up that like I was, calling her bad or wrong, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. like, it was a mistake. That's okay. You know? And so 
I think that's really important to know that, like that mistakes make us grow for sure. Yeah. I totally agree with that. My older two kids were, you know, through public school and they're teenagers now. And I see that issue with them. And it's a huge reason why I'm homeschooling my three younger ones, because I totally agree with that. They don't teach a fix or a growth mindset in public schools. Well, you know, and and I know I'm going off on a tangent, but we're both moms. I was a coach for my son's little league team. And the last year before he aged out, and it's, this is like 13 year old boys, they would strike out and melt down at the plate. And I was like, what? You're 13 years old. Like you don't melt down because you struck out. And you know, the, the major league baseball players get millions of dollars a year and they still strike out. And then I realized, oh my God, these kids are petrified of making a mistake. Like Mm -hmm. it does, they are, you know, labeling themselves. And it's funny you say that because I, again, I've always worked for myself and like, yeah, it definitely like I'll work off hours. Sometimes I have to work holidays, you know, and I work with my clients on a walkie talkie app. So I have to be careful Mm -hmm. to have boundaries around that because I could talk all day long, you know, and then I'm drained. (laughs) But it's so funny because we're also, you know, we tend to think people are like us, you know, and I thought everybody wants to own their own business. And then my brother said to me, no, I want to go into a job I hate. I want to punch a time clock and give me my paycheck and go. And I was like, what? what? You want that? And he was like, yep, I don't want, it's like, um, it's like owning a home versus renting, right? You want somebody yeah. else to do the lawn. You want somebody else to do all the work. And I was like, oh, I thought everybody was like me. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, sometimes in different stages of people's lives, they, they might actually want that. But what I've found is at some point, the drawbacks to that hit people differently and kind of push them into wanting to be entrepreneurs, even if they never really thought they did before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monarch Legacy of Monsters, an Apple original series. The world is on fire. I decided to do something about it. On November 17th. This place, it's not ours. Believe me. The most massive event of the year arrives. If you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. Oh my God, go, go, go! Monarch Legacy of Monsters, streaming November 17th, only on Apple TV+. Plus. So tell me about what this looks like in real life, so that people, because I looked at your website, and you guys, I have to tell you something. I Before we got on this call, I told Tiffany, if there is such a thing as heaven and hell, I'm going to hell for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and hell is lined, not only are all my friends going to be there, but hell is lined with Excel spreadsheets. And hell, <laughs> I, I've always said in hell, I'm going to be like a banker or a bookkeeper, right? Like I'm going to have to be quiet and I'm going to have to deal with numbers and that's going to suck. <laughs> now I have, I would cry. I have a distinct memory of being in third grade, crying over long division, crying over basic multiplication. I am still pissed that I don't use algebra and I knew I wouldn't. (laughs) But I was looking at Tiffany's website and I was like, oh, maybe I'll take a break from parenting and potty training and maybe I'll become a bookkeeper. So it makes it seem like anybody can do this. (laughs) Can anybody, could you take on me and make me a bookkeeper? Yes. Okay. This is a great question. I'm so excited to answer it. But before I dive into that, one thing I definitely want to let you know is a huge common misconception about being a successful bookkeeper is that you have to be good at math. You don't. I use the calculator for literally everything. 
even simple addition and subtraction sometimes. So you actually don't even need to be good at math, which is awesome. I think you have to be good at columns. You have to be good at organization. How about that? Okay. Like okay. detail right. oriented is a good quality to have if you want to do this. But okay. yes, like, so really anyone can do it. I've got a couple of examples of clients. So um, I have one student that was a pharmacy technician at a hospital and she worked all sorts of different hours, you know, filling prescriptions, waiting on patients and dealing with other nurses and stuff like that. Worked holidays, long hours. She was making, it took her about four or five years to climb up to making $17 an hour. And when she started her bookkeeping business and she got her first client, she started making hundred dollars an hour with her bookkeeping business. And within about six months was able to completely quit her pharmacy technician job. And then she went through our program, graduated that program and, cho- and chose to enroll in our mastermind program, which is kind of like a, a, our students graduate into as an option. And I, we showed her how to build a team and hire people under her. And she now makes about $340 an hour. She works about 20 hours a week, makes more money than her husband does. And he works full-time in construction. So really exciting transformation for her. And she was pharmacy technician in the nursing field and a sciences, you know, not doing anything with business or math. And she was able to catch on to this really quickly. Another uh, person that I can share, her name's Kendall. She was actually a former dolphin trainer, literally did nothing with a computer, <laughs> nothing with numbers or business of any type. And she is also now in the mastermind. She's learning how to offer CFO level services. So she's kind of upgrading her bookkeeping business to be able to offer higher level services to clients where she can make anywhere from like two to $5,000 a month per client. And she's building a team as well. So, and all of this is being done part-time. She, both of these ladies are stay-at-home moms. So they work less than 20 hours a week. And oh, wow. it's really exciting. Are these, are these outliers though? Because like, you know, one of the things I love about you is that you're, you know, you're mom of five, you're, you're kind of like a solopreneur. I know you have a team, but you know, like you're really heading it up. It's not like they're this huge corporation, but are these like outliers, you know, like mm-hmm. fucking Weight Watchers tells you the person who lost 150 pounds in two <laughs> weeks. And, you know, Tara is going to tell you the person, you know, the, the silver badge or whatever it's called who, you know, yeah. $8,000 a month. Are these outliers? And like, is that like, a, what's an average you know, if it was just a mom who didn't want a team or didn't want, yeah. you know, she just like, what, what's average salary? Yeah, that's say? such a great question. And I'm, I'm so happy to answer this because our program is so awesome. This is like a, a normal thing. We tell people that if you enroll in the program and you follow the steps and you take action, however messy that looks, you're the, the success rate is a hundred percent. So you can't fail at this. You can't, bomb it unless you just literally don't do anything because we have all the steps and all the support lined out for you. Um, so it's actually very, very typical results. And everyone in my program has a little bit different goals. Like some, some moms in there, they do, they just want to decrease their hours without, you know, taking a huge pay cut. So they're good. They're happy making two or three or $4,000 a month working like you know, 10, 15 hours a week. So they can focus on raising their kids without worrying about not being able to pay the bills. But I have a good chunk of people that that join the Academy with that intention. And then they're like, wow, this is exciting. This is amazing. There is literally no cap onto what, how much money I can make and the kind of life that we can live. And once they see that they want to keep going. So it's kind of like two different directions 
that my students go, but a lot of them end up following in those same examples that I gave you. And we have everyone that graduates comes back and they coach the new people. So we have a lot of mentors that come back in and graduated students that have built up super successful businesses. And now they coach all of the new people to do that too. So that's cool. Yeah. And obviously it's flexible because you can work those hours whenever you want, right? Yep. Whenever you want. One of my twins were little, um, I nursed them and for two years, which was exhausting and hard. Um, but I worked at like three o'clock in the morning doing bookkeeping and sending out emails to my clients and things like that. And it's, it's a really great job for especially introverts because you don't necessarily have to get on the phone or see anybody in person. Um, all of my students get all of their clients online. So typically you only even really have to talk to them over the phone when you're initially quoting them or they're a brand new customer. Everything else is usually even done with like texting and email. So it's really So I have a, I have a bookkeeper. So let me just, let me just tell you guys who are listening. The reason why I specifically wanted Tiffany on is because bookkeeping is so essential. So I have been in business for myself with Oh Crap Potty Training since, I don't know, for 12 years. And I just hired a bookkeeper a year and a half ago because I was like crying over taxes and I like, it just, it wasn't mm-hmm. my skill set, And I would always, I would let it pile up and then it'd be a disaster and I'd have to have somebody bail me out. And I hired a bookkeeper and I do, I do pay her a hundred dollars an hour and she is my fucking God. Like yeah. it's so amazing to like take this off my plate. And so I also like, I have a payroll company and I've gone through a couple of payroll companies and my payroll companies are like, can we have your bookkeeper's name? Because we always need bookkeepers. And so I live in Rhode Island. We're a small state. That's three payroll companies. We're a very small state that say how desperately we need bookkeepers. So mm-hmm. I think like, this isn't like a pipe dream kind of thing. Like bookkeepers are right. so in demand. And it's such a, it's such an easy sell because my bookkeeper is my lifeline. And she'll right. tell me, she'll be like, She'll be like, dude, like you got to write this off. Like put this in the business account, put this, like she'll, she can, you know, kind of advise me too. And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would be so lost. And it was, it took me so long to hire her. And it, even at a hundred dollars an hour, it's not like I'm paying through the nose. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it's the relief that yeah. I don't have to touch these numbers or columns or this particular, that's not where my jo- zone of genius is. My zone of genius right. is in podcasting and creating content and client work mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So I don't want to deal so that's why I wanted, I really wanted Tiffany on is because I know the need for this. And I also know that so many of you guys want to stay home with your kids and raise your kids. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 The value that bookkeepers provide to business owners is incredibly high and it makes the sales process really easy because there are so many 22 million businesses like in the U.S. alone at any given moment that are in operation. So there's plenty of fish in the sea. And everybody needs this. Business owners need it. And like you said, I mean, the way that people feel when they don't have a bookkeeper, the overwhelm, the confusion, just not knowing if you're doing something right or you're overpaying in taxes, stuff like that can be really overwhelming. So, and, and with, a, with bookkeepers, like in our academy, we train them on everything. But the cool thing is about it, we train them as they're learning um, and as they're getting paid. So we show them how to find clients and onboard a client. And then as they go through the work, 
we, we walk them through everything hand in hand, lock arms with them and show them how to do everything. And once you do one or two clients, it's virtually the same for every client. And you just are slowly expanding your knowledge as different things come up with your clients. And so they get 12 full months in the Academy to learn everything and solidify oh, wow. it, but they're making money by the time they graduate, if they, if they're one, if they have big goals, we set them up to make hundred K a year by the time they graduate. So. so if I, so I'm in your Academy, I sign up, it's 12 months. And then you're going to walk me, I get a, I get a client, you teach, you know, you taught me how to onboard, I get a client and now, uh, and things are great. Then six months down the road, I get another client and there's like a situation. I don't know. Yep. You're still with me. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yep. We actually, Guys, I'm giving up potty training. I'm going to go to bookkeeping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, if I can convince you, I think I can convince anyone. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, before you do that, I'd like for you to come to my house and potty train my twins, please. Oh yeah. We're in a trade. It's an even trade. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> um, but wait, let, so let's talk personal for a minute. So you're 16 and you're 15 year old. So I have a 15 year old and there's, they're staying in school. Is that correct? Uh, my 16 year old is homeschooling, but my 15 year old, she chose to stay in school. She okay. wanted to, so we, we're okay with that. Yep. Yep. And then you're homeschooling your younger. Yeah. Yes. Yep. We've got a six year old that we're homeschooling. So technically she'll be, I believe in first grade. And then we have the twins are three. So, you know, because I've been homeschooling since my son was, um, I took him out of first grade. So I'm a huge homeschooler. What kind do you guys use curriculum? Do you? We've tried just about everything. Um, For my 16 year old, we are kind of going into the unschooling format. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, actually one thing I'm doing right now is I, I kind of eat my own dog food. I, I join coaching programs. I ask my students to join our coaching program, but I join mine too, to learn more skills, learn how to run my business more effectively, learn how to help my students more effectively. But I am really enjoying having my 16-year-old go through those coaching programs with me because he's learning all sorts of different things from like marketing to sales. That's like oral communications, um, psychology. Marketing is so much with psychology and stuff like that. And, you know, KPIs and tracking and spreadsheets. I mean, he's, that's math. I mean, he's learning so much stuff just by going through, you know, learning how to build a business and grow and scale a business. So you have an age limit on your program? Cause I'm like, maybe my son, he's doing construction right now. And he's, he has three summer jobs. He's bailing hay construction and he's a farmhand. All awesome. very physical labor. Yeah. He is super enjoying the cash that he's making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, dude, you know, the reason why, you know, people do want to go to college and get other jobs is because manual labor wears off your body. You know, you get tired. Yes. I said, it yep. might be great in your twenties when you're looking all buff and hot for the ladies, but you know, when you're in your thirties, your back starts to hurt. So do you have an yeah. on the program? No, we don't. We actually have a couple of 17 year olds that are in our program. They're working like alongside their parents or they're just young, young moms that want to do something with their lives. So we do have a couple and our, our long-term goal for the company is to make it a trade school. So it's going to be an alternative for people that don't want to go to college to be able to do something like this. So we're definitely going to be catering. Amazing. I love that vision because mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about, I'm passionate about the trade and I'm so passionate that I think 
we've gotten ourselves like, oh my God, I could talk forever about this. We backed ourselves into an academic corner. Um, Mm -hmm. Everybody goes to college and literally the student debt is crippling. We have $15 trillion of student debt loan that, I mean, student loan debt that's just crippling the middle class. And Mm -hmm. so I even told Pascal, I was like, dude, you can, you can go to college if you need to go to college, but you can also do something else while you're thinking about it. Cause I also think this is asinine to make an 18 year old make these decisions. Like, right. I totally yeah, agree. We don't let them, we don't let them fucking drink because they have like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but control problems. To know how to spend a hundred K on college and what they want to do with their lives. Yeah. Yeah. So I love this. I love this vision. Oh, that's just so exciting. All right. Do you have anything you want to add? Yeah. The only thing is, uh, if you guys want to find us, um, just learn, we like people to like really dive into our Facebook group and learn about us and decide if it's something that you want to do. We're not super pushy or salesy because we want to make sure that this is going to transform your lives. We always say, you know, we're not taking anybody's money unless we know we can help you. So, um, if you want to join our Facebook group to kind of get an idea of this whole process, our Facebook group is called have your cake and eat it too. And of course, you can find the link to that on our website, which is the stayathomebookkeeper.com. And I go live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time to talk about my story and answer any questions that you might have. And everyone's always welcome to book a call with our team too. We offer free discovery calls if you really want to have a personal discussion about how this would look like for your family. That is awesome. And I'll put those links in the show notes, guys. Tiffany, this was amazing. I hope you enjoyed this because I know opportunities, this is such a tricky thing. Even in my own personal life, I have a couple of friends who are just strung out trying to do all things. And it really came to a head in the pandemic, right? It's like, I can't Mm -hmm. be everything. I can't be everything. And struggling now, like after the pandemic, people want their kids home with them or they may just, they, they found that they liked homeschooling. They enjoyed their kids being around. You know, and certainly other people are like, nope, nope, let's go back to school. That's fine too. Yeah. Um, but I, I just know, I know so many, you know, and so many friends that I have do go the MLM route, which is fine as well. But it's just these, we need these alternatives to corporate life working outside the home so we can, you know, have the finances, but have our, uh, have our kids with us too. So yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. And I just, of course, I'm prejudiced. I love that you're unschooling and I love that you know, you have a trade school dream. Cause that's like, yeah. I think that's really cool. So Thank you. I'll be following. I'm going to jump in her Facebook group. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that's great. All right, Tiffany. Awesome to talk to you. Yeah. Same to you. Thank you. All right. I'm going to sign off for today. You can always go to jamieglowacki.com for the super cool latest updates, including the launch of my new book, yummy new book, presale treats, when we release new episodes, and how to work with me directly. And of course, if you need any potty training help, there's a handy link there that will take you to all my potty training resources, including all my courses. That's the Oh Crap Potty Training online course, my pooping solutions course, and my night training supplement. And if you need additional help, how to book with a certified Oh Crap consultant. That's all at jamieglowacki.com. Have a beautiful day and rock on.